Come sit with us at Berean Bible Fellowship. We're about to listen to Pastor Bruce David Bell as the Lord speaks through the truth of his word. Come, come sit with us. As we look around us at the the turmoil and confusion, at the violence and the hatred and the, the pain and the suffering in this world, uh, and in our own lives, many people wonder where this world is going. Because it seems like this world is, is out of control, doesn't it? It seems like we are on a collision course with disaster or even destruction. And at times there does not seem to be any hope for our survival. And that is because the King of Kings and Lord of Lords, the Lord Jesus Christ, is not here yet to give us direction and stability and hope. And though he was here on this earth over 2,000 years ago, he was rejected by his own people. He was rejected by almost everyone. And then he was nailed to a cross. But he rose from the dead, and he said that someday he would return to this world to to set things right. But this time, he would return as a conqueror. He would return to judge those who have rejected him and his offer of salvation. He would return to take back the earth from the enemy of our souls. And he would return to deliver those of us who belong to him into his kingdom forever. So though though things may look uh, very very bad right now, not very promising at all. In verse 9 of Zechariah chapter 9, the prophet Zechariah tells the people of God to rejoice. To rejoice greatly. Rejoice, O daughter of Zion, he says. Shout in triumph, O daughter of Jerusalem. No longer will you be oppressed. No longer will there be a taskmaster over you. For those who belong to the Lord, there will be peace and safety in his kingdom forever. Behold, he continues in verse 9, your king. The Messiah who has been promised to you is coming to you. He is coming to this earth to save you. To save you from the punishment of your sin. And we know that took place by his death on a cross. And as it says in Isaiah chapter 9 verse 6, The government will rest upon his shoulders. 
And unlike the governments of this world today, or in any other time, he will be just. Sadiq in Hebrew. He will be righteous. He will rule with integrity and with fairness and with justice so that all of his decisions will be right and good. Well, that will be a welcome change, won't it? And when he comes to this earth, he will come, Zacharias says, with salvation. Yahshua in Hebrew. He will come with deliverance. As we are told in Matthew 121, where it says, You shall call his name Jesus, for it is he who will save his people from their sins. But unlike any king or any ruler that you have ever seen or that you have even heard of, he will be humble. Ani in Hebrew. He will be born in humble circumstances, in the place where animals were kept. He will be meek and lowly. He will be afflicted and oppressed. He will be poor. And you will know him because unlike the kings of this world, and he will not ride a battle horse in splendor and in majesty, but instead he will be mounted on a donkey, even on a colt, on a young donkey, on the foal of a donkey, on a young male donkey. And so 500 years after these words of Zechariah were spoken, on the day that Jesus rode into Jerusalem as the king of the Jews, a day that many refer to as Palm Sunday, Jesus fulfilled this prophecy of Zechariah. But the people did not know him. They didn't recognize him. They didn't want to know him because he did not fit into their expectation of what the Messiah should be like. So they rejected him and crucified him. But when he returns to this earth, he tells us in verse 10, I will not be meek and lowly, but I will return as a conqueror, and I will cut off and, and destroy the battle chariot that comes against Ephraim, another name for Israel. And I will cut off the battle horse from Jerusalem, and the bow of war will be cut off as well. 
I will defend my people. And Zechariah adds this in verse 10. He will speak peace and safety and security to the nations, to the people from every nation who will come to him for salvation. Jew and Gentile who come to him will be welcome at his table. And his dominion, it says, shall his authority will be absolute. It will be from sea to sea over the entire world. From the river Euphrates, it says, the land promised to Abraham in Genesis chapter 15, verse 18, even to the ends of the earth. A promise that was made to Abraham and that was confirmed by an animal sacrifice. A promise that was confirmed in blood. So God says in verse 11, as for you who belong to me, because of the blood of my covenant with you, Barith in Hebrew, because of the agreement that I made with you way back when, not because you're any better than anyone else, not really because of who you are, but because of who I am, because I will honor my word to you. So I have set your prisoners free from their bondage, from the bondage of their sin, from the waterless pit, a place of suffering, the place where men were left to die. But, God says, I have set you free. So lift up your heads, lift up your voices, because your redemption is drawing near. So the Lord says in verse 12, return to me, trust in me, lean on me, turn away from your sin and return to the stronghold of my love, to the, to the stronghold of my protection. In obedience to me, O oh, prisoners who have this hope, tikulah in Hebrew, who have this expectation and who have this longing in their hearts for deliverance. And so God says, this very day, this is what I promise to you. I am declaring this to you, that I will restore double to you, Mishneh, a double portion of blessing. For I will bend Judah as my bow. You will be empowered by me, and I will fill the bow with Ephraim like an arrow. And so the nation of Israel will rise up against the enemies of God, 
and I will stir up your sons, O Zion. Ur in Hebrew, I will awaken you against your enemies, against the sons of Greece. And in 167 BC, Judah rose up against their Greek oppressors and they regained their freedom for a time. And I will make you like a warrior's sword, God says, effective in battle. Then the Lord will appear over you and his arrow will go forth like lightning. And the Lord God himself will blow the trumpet in battle and he will call upon you to defend the city of Jerusalem, the city of God, to defend his name. And he will march in the winds of a storm from the south, an especially violent and dangerous storm in that part of the world. And so the Lord of hosts will surround you with songs of deliverance. He will defend you. And in the end, at the end of the age, you will devour and consume your enemies. You will trample upon the sling stones, the stones that the enemy will hurl at you. They will be ineffective against you. And so you will drink the sweet wine of victory. And you will be boisterous. Yamach. You will shout with joy as if you are filled with wine and like the bowl on the altar that was filled with the blood of the sacrifices, so you will be filled with the blood of your enemies. The blood that splattered and drenched the corners of the altar. And so it says in verse 16, the Lord your God will save you in that day and he will deliver you from harm and he will give you the victory. Just like a shepherd who protects his flock of sheep, so you are the flock of his people. He will protect you. You are like the precious stones, the jewels in a crown, sparkling in his land. What goodness, what beauty will be yours forever as his people. So for all eternity, you who belong to him will have all that you need. Grain, which will make the young men flourish and prosper and new wine so the young women will rejoice. This is the future for those who belong to the Lord. The future of those who belong to Jesus Christ. And seeing that we know these things, seeing that we know the direction in which the world is going, we are asked a question by Peter in 2 Peter chapter 3, where he says this. So, 
What kind of men and women should we be? As those who have been pulled up out of the the waterless pit of sin, out of the pit of despair and of and of, of judgment. And now we rest upon the solid rock of Christ Jesus, our Lord. Perhaps a question that each of us must answer for ourselves today. Amen. You've been listening to Bruce David Bell, pastor of Borean Bible Fellowship. If the Lord has ministered to you through this message and you would like more information, then visit us on the web at bbfva.org.